Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome or welcome back to the Monsters Behind the Masks. I am your host. My name is Dario, and with me, my good friend and host, too, Renz. Hello, Dario. Great to be here again. Yes, it's, it's, it's great to, to be here together to talk about uh, the faction that I think I hate the most in Carnival. No, together with the Strigoi, actually. And uh, so what's going on? Are you ready for this task? Yes, actually the Fedigum is my favorite faction, so <laughs> I, yeah, I hope yeah. I hope that balances out the bias. Yeah, probably, probably. I think in, in this episode we are talking a lot. I'm ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love talking about the Carnival, and especially Vatican models. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. You know, on, I only uh, own a handful of models of Vatican. I mean, Bishop, Ar- Armored Force, and Golgotha, because why not? So I'm very inexperienced in uh, in in Vatican and uh, my my these will be my general ideas about how to play the faction but you are a true master in playing them thank you thank you what do you think friends are we ready yes. to start yes yes definitely uh, excellent then uh, since I, I wasn't able to find a better title and I, I wrote insert title here the title of this episode will be insert bible here benvenuti a venezia welcome cari signori welcome to the city of the end in carnevale welcome to venezia but be aware there are monsters behind the masks uh so i i just finished all my uh drop zone models <laughs> different game but uh, mm-hmm. i had a few lying around and i finished them i'll post a picture on the the group for those interested and now oh, cool. i am ready to paint two of the queens yes so, uh, that's great the, the the inquisitor Christopher mm-hmm. girl and the the Maji uh, Rashar girl mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I also ordered uh, some extra models, but uh, I think they are uh, stuck in traffic. Oh. <laughs> like, I got a uh, Golgotha waiting for me uh, somewhere. <laughs> so uh, yeah, she's just have to, uh, Yeah, yeah. We have to wait. Uh, I think so. I'm so so sad that you you have no no pile of shame to to try to <laughs> to paint. <laughs> so now you're um, you're unemployed. I'm so sorry. Yes. Oh, I can help. It. If you wish, I can help you sending some of my models to paint. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> no, no. The, the the queens will be fine for now. Okay, okay, okay. I cannot wait to see them painted. Very good. I love your style, actually. So, yes, I'm quite curious. And uh, um, I read about a, a terrible defeat for your forces uh, <laughs> last week. What, 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 what are you going to say about that? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. No, it's fine. It's fine. Don't it's good. It's good to be humble. 
Humble, yeah. We did we did we want to do a four player game. Four player mm-hmm. didn't show up. So there were three of us. And of course I ended like in the middle deployment. <laughs> Oof. It was secure and then I was trying to fight off Rashar uh-huh. and a very tough a fifteen command point partition gang. <laughs> oh shit. What are you playing? Sorry, I don't remember. Uh, partitions. I was playing the Vatican. Uh, okay. Versus the Patricians and the Rashar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tough matchup. Yeah. If they gang up against you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that yeah, it was a bit of a problem when you end up in the deployment uh, in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I started off so well because I had like this combination of agenda cards, which I could mm-hmm. all free. I could finish free agenda cards in like the first round. So I was like, wow. Really I was really impressed with myself, but then I got totally beaten up. <laughs> oh, that happens. Yeah, yeah, it was fun because I I had the combination where you have to do controlled landings, mm-hmm. and the second one I had to uh, jump uh, jump in the water outside my deployment zone. Okay. Uh, and the the third one was uh, fall into the water three times. Oh, quite quite easy to achieve, even if usually Vatican don't like to go into the water, but. No, except in this case, the Rishar player was waiting for me, so... Oh! <laughs> you jumped in the mouth of the lion, of, of, the, of the fish monster in this case. Yeah. Ah, too bad. That's a big mistake. That's a big mistake. Mm, I don't know. Probably if if the, the Rishar wasn't so close uh, to you to, to try, to, try yeah. to to attack you in the first the very first round, probably things... Uh, uh, could have been done and uh, gone differently, but uh, you, we cannot make history with if and but no. and when. No. So you got beaten up. Yeah, it was <laughs> very educational for this. <laughs> Thank you for this episode. <laughs> uh, yes, actually, yes. So later on, you, can can you could you share your your gang and your uh, opinion on this game later on, maybe, or while walking while talking about the models that you used. Oh, uh, my gang, yeah, it was uh, a bit of a classic setup. So the Inquisitor, oh. uh, the Stigmatist, mm-hmm. uh, I had the uh, the Scorpio Marksman, Avignon wow. Guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Scorpio Marksman was great. Uh, Avignon Guard, Crucifier, uh, Priest, and the Altar Boy. Oh, nice, so, cute. Quite modest, yeah. Wow, very good. Yeah, actually, from my side, I, I this this uh, this week, I unfortunately had to skip my usual gaming night. Uh, family has its needs, so I, I continue with my my board for uh, Milano War Games. Mm-hmm. And um, Marco from Coral Miniatures and I are still working on our add-on project. Mm-hmm. Marco actually sent me so, some renderings and some. Uh, uh, how can I say? Very early production, actually, they're just 3D printed, uh, the 3D printer renderings, and they're nice. Even uh, they're very, very rough in, at this stage, of course. I tried, we tried to, to stick them on uh, on some basic building from uh, TT Combat, and man, that, that were so good. I, mm-hmm. I'll share some pictures on, um, yeah. on my Instagram later. Uh, when, when I actually yes, when uh, when I got some something solid to show you, but even these these rendering, I think they're just working fine. 
for the time being. You'll see, you'll see. Nice. After that, um, yes, I got a really big thing. Big, yes, because it, it, the dimensions are quite quite huge. I mean, uh, um, another friend of mine, uh, Giovanni from uh, 3D Printing Marvin, is uh, is a great guy. He's a colleague of me, and uh, he's totally into 3D printing. And uh, he's the guy who printed the, the six uh, lion uh, lion tokens for for my board. Mm. Well, it's he, printing uh, a Xebec. Xebec it was um, a kind of ship that was uh, in use uh, in the Mediterranean Mediterranean Sea from fifteenth uh, and sixteenth century up to the end of uh, nineteen, probably. I don't. I don't know. The, usually, those 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 ships were um, used by pirates, but uh, many countries employed that because uh, they could store a lot of goods. Uh, they were fast. Uh, they were actually suitable for Mediterranean Sea. That is very different from uh, the Atlantic Ocean or any any other ocean, of course. Mm. And uh, I found this model on my mini factory. I bought it because it was gorgeous. This model is by Ian Lovecraft. I I put the link in the end of the, the of the episode and uh, I'll share some picture of it too when when I, I got it final um, the, the final the uh, finalized actually and uh, wholly printed but uh, it's amazing I, and it will be one of the yes the centerpiece of my Milano War Games table I yeah. really really follow it I love it mm. It's quite a big model. <laughs> it's very beautiful, very crispy details too. Mm. Okay, from my side, I, I actually I haven't much to share in uh, this episode. Probably next I'll uh, give you something more. Okay. What do you think about? Should we start uh, with uh, the Vatican full faction review? No, not yet. No, not yet. What? What? What else? I, have, I had some uh, inquisitorial spies at work. Go, 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 Rens. Pull the trigger. So uh, we had some spies. So so we have some something to reveal <laughs> from a very reliable source. About? About the game. There's the, so uh, Lewis Clark was so kind enough to uh, share two small changes that we'll see in okay. the future. Okay. Not related to the Vatican, but you know, still interesting. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, the first one is very uh, to the point. So um, we're going back to the Rashar, mm-hmm. and it is the Aglipope. If okay. I'm saying that correctly, um, I don't know, but I think that people will understand. You know, the, the fishy girl with the uh, mage uh, that we didn't like that much. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So uh, sh- she'll be uh, reduced to 14 ducats and gain oh. expert sorcerer one. Wow, that's solid. That's a solid change. So this uh, actually brings her to be an almost uh, mage two with a reroll on her mind roll. That is huge with mind four. That yeah. changes a lot of things. That single yeah. ducat of, of uh, discount is, is good with an additional ability. Good as expert sorcerer. Wow, that's a good change. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Lewis. definitely. Yeah, I would. I would love to try her out uh, with those stats. Yeah. And uh, the second thing is a bit mm-hmm. more vague. So one of the things when we do, we're do, doing the doctor's uh, episode. So that's a while yes. back. 
people should uh, look it up. Mm -hmm. um, was the Doctor's Gang ability. So the Doctor's Gang ability is quite flavorful, like uh, they're doctors and they can heal themselves. Yes. But I, I, I don't. Both of us weren't very uh, happy with it. I think, I, if I remember correctly, <laughs> mm, we found least, it uh, way too flavorful. Yeah, probably a little bit too much. It it doesn't really. It isn't very strong. Let's put it that way. Mm, yeah. And Lewis, so uh, he mentioned that they're going to change it. Wow. So this will be the first gang ability that's going to be changed. As far as I know, and it was they are still testing it, and mm -hmm. he mentioned something with movement and something with nexus. Oh wow! So One, a bit vague, but interesting. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Actually, I think that you can do wrong in changing what the the doctor's common ability is at the time being for the time yeah at, at the moment i mean and uh yes anything that can uh, improve moments in a game of carnival is is always welcome and uh yes I, I cannot wait to see the changes these these are actually news for me too because Rens, as uh, the inquisitorial spies, I'm not a Vatican player, as I say. <laughs> <laughs> these changes looks looks these changes look to be solid. Mm, I cannot wait to see how they are going to affect the the Doctor faction, and he's at this point in the Russia too. Yeah. All right. I guess Wonderful. now uh, now we're ready for the. Yeah, I think so. Vatican. But thank you for sharing this uh, this hidden information. This is illicit information for us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So let's take a look at the Vatican. So the Vatican. What what's to say about the Vatican in general? Mm, as I'm an experienced player, but I can see uh, that they, they wish to stay together because not lots of models here. I got strong buff for the for nearby allies, and uh, they got usually extremely good protection values and protection skills. I mean, I, I don't think there is another another faction with so many models with universal shielding. Every priest here who has access to magic, and not always, because the exorcist has not, hasn't, they all got universal shielding in some form. That's that's nice. That's a nice bonus. So that uh, if we add up with the uh, the high protection value that you can find across this faction, we see uh, these these guys are tanky. I mean, wow! But this is my first impression, Renz. What what do you, what do you think? Uh, since you are a, a, a very 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 good Vatican player, what do you think about them? In general, <clears throat> yes. Yeah, so, so they are. When you first look at them, they can be a bit confusing. Um, so they they have a lot of magic. Nearly all their. Uh, uh, that's, yeah, that's something that you might notice at first. Mm -hmm. um, quite defensive, is something that uh, high defense values all around. Um, but also, and that's what I really like about. It, they can also be very aggressive. Um, and they have a lot of um, combinations, uh, a lot of ways to uh, enhance uh, their potential, their combat. 
Um, so on one part, they're a bit like uh, the patricians, like fighting on the main on the main ground level. So not not mm -hmm. really a lot of climbing, nothing, definitely not swimming. <clears throat> no, uh, not at all. But the difference is that the Vatican is more reliant on um, helping each other out, combining, so uh, mm -hmm. making each other stronger. Whereas, for example, the patricians are individualistically stronger. Very. Yeah. Uh, and I, I really like that. I really like the way a lot of Vatican models work and how they interact with each other. Um, this can also make the faction a bit more difficult to play because sometimes timing uh, can be quite uh, difficult to, to, get, yeah. to, to really accumulate the right bonuses. You have to activate the right models at the right time. Uh, and that can be tricky. Yeah, I see your but, point. Uh, Since it's a synergistic faction, you have to, to learn those synergies and uh, learn the timing of them. Some yeah. really good bonuses are passive abilities, actually, but the, the most powerful ones are, are uh, command abilities and spells that you got available for your faction. So, yes, I see your point. You know what? Another, another thing that, I, um, that appears to me when, uh, uh, when analyzing the, the Vatican, gang, Vatican uh, roster, actually, is that probably they're quite good at reactive play. I mean... You can you can play the style of come at me, bro, because you can just castle up so so many buffs or so yeah. many abilities, and you got Definitely. so many common points too that you can be reactive. Uh, you got plenty of models, actually not plenty of models, but you got some really strong picks with bodyguard, for example, and we will uh, will see them later. But yeah. this is the, the impression that they give me. Of course, yeah. water is not an option for them. <laughs> I mean, water is a bane for Vatican. They, it shuts down magic. Their uh, ranged abilities are uh, cut to zero, and they are not that great in ranged except for the Scorpio Marksman. And yes, probably just him. <laughs> uh, since you cannot reload in water, the Avignon Guard has, has a specific weakness about going into water. So um, don't go into the water. <laughs> <laughs> And it makes sense. Uh, they're all Frenchmen, so they're they're used to fighting in uh, like Paris and not uh, not in cities with a lot of canals. Mm -mm. <laughs> so they're not trained for that. No, probably not. If I can add, they're Frenchmen in the end of 18th century, so they don't want to take a bath. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is history. True history. <laughs> During the French Revolution, people didn't take baths because it was said that was unhealthy. So just once or twice a year. And then a lot of parfums. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> But you're totally right. The, the Vatican, they can really play defensively. It's not mm -hmm. my style pers personally. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've, seen, uh, I've seen people play that way. And uh, I think we'll discuss it uh, a, a few options. Okay. Yeah. Prince, what do you think about the general common ability that they got? Um, I've never used it. <laughs> no, really? Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, I'm not kidding. I've never used it. Um, though on paper, it doesn't look bad. Uh, the point is, I usually play very low uh, uh, command points. Oh, okay. So I rarely have them spare. Uh, in theory, they could create like an infinite loop. 
<laughs> of will points mm -hmm. uh, with the uh, with a certain uh, spell from the uh, uh, runes. I should have thought it exactly. So mm -hmm. so it it is interesting. Um, however, in practice, <laughs> I've never used it. Hmm. Okay, it's I it's not bad point. on paper, but yeah. I think that is one 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 of those skills uh, uh, that you that you mentioned before about timing. I mean, in in the very beginning of the game, of, of course, this 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 command ability is almost useless. I mean, why should spend a, a precious command point on something that's yes, I can restore some will points across the fact across across the gang quite close to the uh, to the user of the ability, but uh, in the end, it doesn't matter that much. However, probably in the in the late game, uh, since you can, as you say, uh, try to pull this infinite will point command point loop thanks to fear rhetoric and you and wise use of this ability, probably this helps the the grinding game that probably the Vatican are so good to 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 do, since they are so strong in protection, life points and sheer attack potential. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But I, I really don't know if just theory crafting or a viable tactic in the end. Uh, so this is just my guessing, actually. I think it bit depends a bit on the characters. Uh, mm -hmm. So I've been mostly been using the Inquisitor. And mm -hmm. for him, uh, I found that, yeah, even though I run out of full points, I also run out of command points with him. So okay. <laughs> I think characters like the exorcist and the summoning priest, they are more likely mm -hmm. to use this ability. But we'll discuss that when we uh, we reach those characters. Okay. I agree. I agree. Mm, is there anything else that you want to add to this general introduction uh, for the Vatican, Lens? Uh, another interesting fact is they don't have sub-factions. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, they're all... Uh, they're all like uh, proud Catholics, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yes. I, it's so, a thing that I didn't notice. Though. They have no subfaction, basically. No. At the moment. At the moment. I, I no, don't no really mind. Sorry. What, what, uh, what do you think? I personally don't really mind. It's not. I, I think it's fine. Uh, but it's just uh, something that uh, you know stands out from uh, the other factions who usually uh, have subfactions. They're quite united. Yeah. Not like the, the through Catholic Church. It's very divided. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Shall we take a look at the leaders? Yes, please. Okay. So the first one in line is the Inquisitor. I think that starting with him is, is the easiest pick because, you know, he's in the starter box. And so probably most of Vatican players have got the Inquisitor as they first... Uh, Leader pick, except of me, because I started with the bishop, because I'm crazy. <laughs> well, uh, on paper, I like this man. Mm, it seems to be a very very well-rounded character with, um, with tons of, of good abilities. Mage 3, um, really solid disciplines. Mm, you can uh, just play him uh, uh, as, a, as a support leader. Uh, thanks to the full command points uh, and the and, and uh, of course the magic, but if needed, I think that this guy can really bring the punch. I mean, the, the command ability is quite good. 
and uh, his own weapons, the hands of God. Now they're they are quite nasty too. So um, I I like this this guy, and I think it's very flexible and uh, a good uh, starting point for all the Vatican players. But a good a good point. I mean I, I mean um, a good character to be fielded in the two expert Vatican players too. But I think the expert Vatican player it's serious. So what do you think of him? So yeah, I like I like him. I like me. He's, he's at first um, I was a bit skeptical because he's quite low mm-hmm. ducats. Um, no, there's some expensive side. Yes, you're right. Yeah, and he's mage free, and he is he's not like mind six. So if you're used to the the Majuri Shar and you look at this mm. guy, he's like, well, yeah, he's not such powerful mage. But that's where the big difference. See, the Inquisitor is is sort of a hands-on mage. He's I wouldn't say front line, but definitely in the next line. <laughs> mm-hmm. He definitely second wants to be where fight. the action is. Second, <laughs> second line. He, he wants to be where the action is. I think that's, uh-huh. that's when you get the most value out of your Inquisitor. Um, so, yeah, he can, if necessary, he can go start punching people. Stigmata mm-hmm. is really strong. Uh, his command ability can be really strong. He can use it on himself. Um, yeah, yeah, I really like it. I also like that his universe shielding is very close to his protection. Uh, I always think that is very useful. Mm-hmm. I must say, I, I already wrote this down. So, mind five, uh, last game, I failed to cast gateway three times in a row. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. <laughs> so, yeah, be, be wary. <laughs> He's He's not the best spellcaster. Uh, things can go wrong. Um, mm. But that's something we can talk about is magic. So so I usually play wild magic uh, because I love gateway. Mm-hmm. However, I also played runes and um, there we have the, oh, I forgot the name, the flying spell, ethereal flying spell. And the runes uh, is uh, walk, uh, walk, walk between, between walls, walls, something like yeah. that. Exactly. Walk between walls, yes. And that's only six to cast. So mm-hmm. I also like him with runes. I like him with wild. I like him with runes. Um, the reason I went from wild magic was in this case because I was also using a stigmatist. And then I can, uh, with Cantrid of Justice, I can also cast his spells. Oh, you're um, right. So that's why it's uh, something I really I like because then I can cast Bloodlust twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also like him with runes. Um, it gives a lot of mobility to your gang uh, with, uh, with the, the Walk Between Worlds and the, the, well, the, the Country of Chariots. Chariots. So, so that's, those are really nice. It makes him a bit less aggressive because Runes isn't a very aggressive uh, school of magic. Wild Magic a bit more. Uh, I've never played him with Blood, blood Rites, mostly because I, uh, if I want to play Blood Rites, I get the, the Stigmatist. Okay. I think Blood Rites is also good on him. Uh, it, it really enhances his aggressive style. Um, so I, li- I like all the choices, actually. And I really have to try him out with Blood Rites. <laughs> Give it a try. Probably Blood Rites usually have some average, not, not low, but average uh, casting values, difficulty casting values. Or except maybe except warming veins that probably is not that great with uh, with uh, with this man since you're you're uh, capped at man five. 
unless you want to spend some uh, will points to to boost it. Uh, Bloodlust is always a great support, and um, the other the other spells too are not that difficult to pull. Of course, except for Abyssal Mist that requires you difficulty eight. So, like a gateway. <laughs> the only thing with Blood Rites, I'm really missing those movement spells. I mean, movement mm. is so important in this game, um, and I feel Blood Rite doesn't have any movement. Uh, no, Runes doesn't no. have any aggressive, and Wild Magic has both. So that's why I usually end up with Wild Magic. But uh, yeah, yeah, I totally see your point. I see your point, friends. Yeah. Mm. Probably pairing him with uh, with another mage that has access to to what magical runes. I don't remember which one can be this one, but well, I think we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> but I love him. I I also love that he has dexterity five. I like the the he's usually jumping around. I mean, apparently Catholic Inquisitors are really good at like yoga and Pilates. Mm -hmm. uh, they're <laughs> they're nimble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's ripped. <laughs> yeah, he's in, he's in good shape. So, Actually, I, I checked it out, and uh, the Inquisitor is the only model uh, that has access to wild magic except of the, the bishop. So if you want to, to take wild magic, you can take it only with the Inquisitor or bishop. Yeah. The summer priest uh, hasn't got it, and uh, the stigmatist uh, is only blood rites. Yeah. Lacrimosa most only divinity so yeah. yes we are stuck with the inquisitor if you want wild magic so your choice wasn't uh, wasn't unwise no no but mm. th that eight required for uh, <laughs> for uh, for gateway you know it can really uh... <laughs> well, well next time you could try to boost the the mind value using will points and then use the command ability to gain some back why not yeah, yeah. No? and you can also use uh, the deacon which we will discuss the crossbearing deacon. Oh and yes, even use illicit information. <laughs> so there, there are there are ways to get around this. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly. Mm, anything else to add to the inquisitor range? Um. No, I think I think we uh, talked uh, enough about this. Uh, nice. So, like I said, use him uh, mostly aggressively, not too so. I mean, be a bit careful. <laughs> He's still only <laughs> protection for life 13, yeah. but, you know, if you're just going to hang around in the back, uh, it's better to invest in the in the, the bishop, in my opinion. Yeah, the bishop is totally support, but I think that we'll talk about it later. Yeah. It's in a whole different world. Yeah. Now, the next one in line is the exorcist. Yes. And this one was um, rebalanced a couple of months ago. I don't remember. And before it, I, I tried to, to make a little review when talking about uh, the alternative ways to start with uh, each faction. And uh, he didn't, uh, it didn't do quite, quite well, in my opinion. The last incarnation of the Exorcist wasn't exactly um, of my taste. But this new Exorcist is, I think, is way, way better. And I try this potential on my my doctors when we play together. Yeah, yeah you try it out too. Yeah, and this guy is, is quite solid. Um, of course, he's a very specialized. This is a very specialized leader against uh, mages and uh, undead, since the divine touch. The, the sorry, the, uh, yes, his hands literally 
he has got a specific rule against uh, mage and on that giving plus three damage on his hands is not bad. And uh, the helm uh, prevents people from uh, using will points within three inches uh, uh, and he can dispel uh, like a level three mage with expert sorcerer three with mind six. So it's very reliable in dispelling. Mm, I mean, I like him. It's a, it's a sort of second line fighter too, in my opinion. It's tankier than uh, the than the Inquisitor. Mm, still stuck with attack three, but six will points uh, can help. I think that he gives the best against, of course, mages and undead. But it's not useless if you feel feel it um, outside of these uh, kind of foes. I mean, I mean, come on, it's one big attack too, so it can land quite. You can land some hits too with fear minus one, and the commandability that is not bad at all. Mm, it's quite expensive too. Twenty three ducats is not not uh, not exactly cheap. But what do, what do you think on the exorcist after playing it, Rance? Yeah, I I really enjoyed him. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. He, he's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah he's. <laughs> I keep reminding you not to use will points. Yeah, he, he's really tanky now. Um, so I was complaining uh, that he was he was not so tough in the beginning. Uh, mm -hmm. He changed. Uh, he had three major changes. So first, he, he, the Exorcist was minus seven penetration, and now it's plus three damage, which is better. Except. In the one situation I used him, so I was fighting uh, your uh, Master of Zoology, who has like this massive defense, so I was really missing <laughs> the minus seven penetration. <laughs> but, <laughs> but normally, normally I would say plus three damage is way better. Like I like this guy; it's, it's, it's like punching at, at mm -hmm. six damage. Yes. Um, then they changed the, the command a bit. So the first command was give everybody fear zero, which I thought was pretty useless. Mm. Uh, now he can. Now, now it's it's different. It, I'll, I'll quote it because it can be quite complex. So pick an enemy character within six inches until the end of the round. With whenever this character is hit by a combat action, the attacker gains fear minus two. So one thing, so it, that isn't very clear, but I think I, I is you gain that fear until the end of the round. Mm. Um, Yes, yes, because even if you attack a different character, right? <laughs> Excuse me. Even if you attack a different character. Yes, because uh, it, it says that whatever the, this character, this character is hit by combat action, the attacker gains fear minus two. So yes, when you just you just say you are going to die to a model, and is yeah. is really scared of the exorcist. Yeah, and now he every every time you attack, you are going to attack the, that model. Your characters gain uh, fear minus two. It's 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 nice. <laughs> I mean, yeah, not exactly yeah. the exactly reliable because you know no. it, it requires just one success to to pass a fear check. Yeah. But if you don't do if you don't do that that, that single ace, rerolling all the pool, it's amazing. It's better than any anything else. I mean. You cannot reroll the destiny die, but who cares? Yeah. Usually, what I do like is that he has fear one himself, so that turns into mm -hmm. fear minus three. So, that, I think that's uh, at least it works on himself, and that it didn't used to. 
You know, a funny thing about the Exorcist too, Renzo? He is the only model with an aquatic weapon infection. <laughs> His fists are aquatic and they stun. Yeah, he can, he can, touch, he can touch people in the water. That makes sense. Yeah. All he has to do is touch them. <laughs> yeah, the other people cannot touch people in water, but he can. Yeah. Take this fist. It's divine. <laughs> yeah, it's divine. Oh, he also has done. That's also great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, but the real, the real kicker. So what really makes him interesting is enemy characters cannot use will points within three inch. That's a huge bubble. Yeah. And yeah, and definitely. the point is that makes him even tankier because normally you would use your will points. At least I or a lot of people I play use their will points like to increase their uh, their grapples and and their their combat damage, but you can't do that against him. So so true. So it, normally, if you, you attack with like a basic citizen, you like only attack. Mm -hmm. with, oh, I use two two will points. Suddenly he's attack five. No, no, not against the exorcist. You're still like attack three. <laughs> that makes him makes him really. That's a real good defensive ability. Uh, yeah, he shuts down attack attacker characters before they start to attack. So my goodness, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I really <sighs> like the changes. Uh, it's it's a fun character. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. Very good. So the exorcist is done. Excellent. I, I yes, I quite in love with this model. It's interesting now. Very interesting. Mm, want to to take a look at the the bishop now? Yeah. And here we got uh, the bishop, patriarch bishop de Berny. The French Bishop of Venice. Yeah. Bernie. <laughs> Bernie. Bernie. You know? <laughs> I used to speak French when I was at school, but now I, I forgot everything. Damn it. Uh, and now my French is over. Sacre <laughs> <laughs> bleu. Escargot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Stop joking. Stop jokes about French. Now. <laughs> the bishop. Bernie the, the bishop. bishop. Mm, Bernie the bishop. <laughs> well, this is a unique, unique, unique character, and it's quite awesome. Oh my God. I faced it once against uh, when playing against uh, Andrea from the Spazio Miniature, and he, he used it in a very aggressive way. I mean, <laughs> yeah, okay. I saw that, yeah. Oh my god, I, I thought, okay, this is a support character, I can deal with it easily, I have no problem about that. Uh, no, he, he just tossed him in the front line, starting to cast spells. And uh, and passing those protection rolls with universal shielding three, and I was saying, my God, why why can't handle with this old man? Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I I in the end I didn't manage to kill him, to kill the, the bishop. Oh. It was so frustrating. <laughs> yeah, he kept healing himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't stop healing himself. <laughs> so I hate it so much. Well, that's that's why I, in the end I decided to build to to buy the bishop too. <laughs> yeah. If you can if you can beat them, you have to join them. Exactly, join us. 
Okay. Okay, Vince. So, um, I, I think that yes, the, the most support-oriented character. Uh, I mean, sorry, support-oriented leader in faction yeah. for um, for the Vatican, uh, and probably I think that it's the best the best human maging game. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're but right. It's mage three with expert sorcerer one. Okay, no, it's not bad. Mind six. Oh, sorry. I told you about mind. The exorcist is a good candidate for the faction uh, command ability. That is a, a thing that I noted, but I forgot to to, to say. Yep. Mind six is solid. Uh, back to the bishop. And yes, he can reliably cast those difficult spells because he got eight will points. So if you really need to cast madness, just yes. to say the most difficult spell that exists, toss those two will points additional to boost your mind. Yes, you're going to down to will point for but Vatican. I've got ways to replenish will points or just save your own will points and use other people's. And he can cast those spells without problems. Mm, I love this man. Um, it's it's really great. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, um, he's got divinity, and uh, the only other model uh, with access to divinity now is uh, Lacrimosa, because I think that the summer priest uh, no has got only favoring and uh, runes. And divinity is a good is a very good uh, discipline to have if you want to heal. It's a really, really a support discipline, but this, this pressure, since Divinity has got some spells that uh, works better with uh, when, some, when adding up aces and can score really a ton of aces, he's good. I mean, and uh, the, other, the other spells that, are like, for example, Eldritch Hammer, that uh, enhances the protection of the, uh, of, of the friendly character targeted, he gives plus three protection. It's great, and this I think works even better if you uh, cast the Eldritch. Eldritch, I think that's the word. Eldritch yeah. armor, and then trigger your command ability that gives universal shielding to nearby allies. Mm, you could you could even cast that spells on your that spell on yourself to boost your protection to seven and use the the, the, the blessing from from on high. And go up to universal shielding six. Yeah. I mean, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm, I don't know. Uh, the other, the other, the other disciplines are good too. Of course, fate weaving is always great, uh, and he combos in a in a very meaningful way with the Scorpio marksman. You can go with blessing of the sky, uh, pump the guy up, attack seven, and use a marksman fortune to reload his crossbow. And maybe you can also give a common point too to give an additional action. Oh my god, the the, the combo the combos here are so many and so yeah. meaningful. I mean, yep. Last world magic gateway with a high success probability <laughs> is always present. <laughs> it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the bishop, right? Yeah, you said a lot of good things. Yeah, I think the bishop is amazing. Um, he does everything very good, except of course fighting. Yeah. <laughs> <And he's>, oh. <laughs> uh, so if you want to play tanky, divinity is definitely the way to go. I think he's the only mage-free divinity caster in the game. Probably. He's also the only mage-free fate weaver in the game. 
probably so, true as well. Yeah, yeah, look it up. Yeah, so that's pretty unique. But yeah, you can go totally defense with Divinity. You can make a really solid hard defense. Uh, I've got the name spell, the one where you give everybody expert protection free and parry free. You can um, give this to your entire gang. Expert protection free and parry free is uh, Defender of Destiny. Yeah, all friendly characters within six parry three, parry three in this case, and expert protection. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so solid. Um, and he can do it reliably. He has, like you said, he has a ton of will points. He even comes with five command points, which is more than any of the other leaders. Yes, um, personally, I like fade weaving, uh, mm -hmm. especially like boosting, um. Uh, because it's very flexible, uh, Blessing of the Sky, you can also boost like dexterity, give people mm -hmm. plus three dexterity. Suddenly, uh, <laughs> suddenly you have your, your characters that, I, I don't, that you don't expect to climb or jump very well. They can like jump better than a, a couple of Tichina. Yes. <laughs> so that's very, uh, very nice. Uh, wild Magic. I would only go from Wild Magic um, like like for gateway but also if you have cancer for justice uh so he can leech off the other mages uh, that would give him a, a ton of flexibility yes but my favorite is fade weaving in this case mm -hmm. um then i really love his patriarch bishop ability all friendly characters with its six inch gain companion leader oh my god that's amazing that is so fun it works great with nearly all the spellcasters, all the hero yes. spellcasters. Of course, they're all mine, lower than mine six. Um, so that really boosts. Uh, I like that he can actually control a Golgotha. <laughs> yes, yes, he can. He, he, he doesn't need a summoning priest. He can do it himself. No. <laughs> he taught the summoning priest how to summon the Golgotha. <laughs> he can also control a star spawn if he wants. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> I mean, he has that knowledge. <laughs> so I, I, I think it's really cool that he can do that. Um, the fact that if he dies, people gain will points is, I know, a sort of consolation prize. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what to think about it. I, I don't like rules where you have to fail in order to gain a bonus, but. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's going to like save you once you die, but um, yeah, and his command ability is it's okay. It, it, I mean, it, it's not like the amazing, but it it fits with the theme, uh, and it really helps that he has already universal shielding three himself, so to go up to six, which is you know beyond his protection. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, he's he's a fun character. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, great. I I don't know if what do you think? It's an easy leader to to try to master, or he's on a difficult side. I think he's on the difficult side, uh, mm -hmm. mostly because he's quite vulnerable, uh, uh, and any leader that is so reliant on magic, a bit like the Majorishar, mm -hmm. uh, he's a bit in in that category. So you really need to uh, understand. How magic works and how your defense works uh, mm. to make the most out of him. 
Otherwise, you yeah, can uh, right. really be surprised. Uh, the opponent can uh, like uh, surprise you and take him out mm -mm -mm. quickly or throw him in the water, and then he becomes useless. Yeah, you're right. In the end, it's 25 ducats too, so it's yeah. really, really expensive. You have to, to plan accordingly if you feel that such such a powerful character. Yep. If you play 100 ducats, it's a quarter of your gang. Yep. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you got you got to go with a plan when fielding the, the bishop. Yeah, exactly. Yep, you said it correctly. What else? I, I really love the, the interaction with companion. It usually is, is an, an ability that I tend to underestimate. But in this particular instance, in this gang, in this faction, I mean, having the, the possibility to give a mind six to all allies within six inches, so in the end, it's 12 inches around. Uh, it's, it's, it's a sort of bubble of 12 inches. means that yeah. people like the stigmatist that usually goes with mind three can cast some really nasty blood right spells. Yeah. Well, that, okay. that's, that's great. <laughs> that's really great. It's impressive. Really impressive. Yeah. But expensive. <clears throat> yeah, but expensive, yeah. Mm, talking about people impressive, like the bishop, I'm not impressed by Felix Bobgard. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Perfect. This is the last leader available for the, the Vatican, and another unique one, too. Mm, let's take a look at his profile. It's a lot of force with a mind five, so hero like. Uh, his whole instruments uh, are unimpressive, in my opinion. And uh, he's, he's got a passive ability that's quite quite useful actually, uh, because gives plus two that plus two attack. Sorry, uh, to all all characters within six inches when attacking mages and undead. So the flavor of this guy, of course, since he's a witch hunter, is one he wants to go fight undead and witches, of course. Mm, its command ability is good. It's universally good since it, it can give minus seven penetration to a friendly character within within six inches until the end of the round. So if you really want to pull out an alpha strike with uh, someone, Felix can really help uh, help this. But it's some contribution on, uh, to, to, the, to the game. I don't know if it is so meaningful. I mean, it's the bane of the Alkin Moroi for sure. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he's got yeah. Hunter uh, plus damage can uh, go to minus seven penetration. Uh, it's all the thing that he needs to, to, to kill an Akimoroi, but if you're not playing against the Strigoi, I don't know. Mm, change my mind, Rens, I don't know. Uh, uh, hopefully I will. I uh, do own the model. I plan to use it. Mm -hmm. The first, he's the cheapest, but not by much. <laughs> 22 mm. ducats. Yeah, 22 right. is not exactly cheap. <laughs> all right, so um yeah so yes a couple of rules um so let me start with the bad thing. <coughs> okay. uh, so i find it really annoying that he has universal shielding too while everybody has three <laughs> god doesn't love him so much i don't know is it, i think it's because he's german he's german <laughs> you know can go french people i mean Poor Felix. Why, why, why doesn't he <laughs> got universe shooting free? So that's poor. I think I think the the problem is that he is really good, in my opinion. 
and I will explain it later. Against Strigoi and the Doctors, and also against Richard. Mm-hmm. Because I think Undead Quarry is a very strong ability. You get it like a 6-inch bubble, which is basically your entire gang if you want. Mm-hmm. And plus 3 attack, it's it's good. It's not a reroll, it's just a really solid plus 3 attack. Yeah. And he always has it himself. So he also, if he's playing Strigoi, he basically has attack 6. Yeah, you're right. So, and if you're playing Doctors, he basically has a deck six, or at least against the important characters. Yes. <laughs> so that makes him quite aggressive because he also has expert offense too. Um, but for example, if you're playing Patricians, he loses Hunter, he loses his Unit Quarry, so he loses a couple of his abilities. And that makes Probably. him. Isn't the, isn't the, the best leader to to play against against uh, against Patricius? Exactly. You got better choices in that case. Exactly. He's, so he's a bit focused, which makes him you know hard to judge. So a, a Strigoi player would say, "Oh, he's way too strong," and the Patricians player would say, "I've no, never met weak. him. <laughs> I've never, <laughs> I've never <laughs> fought against him." So what are you complaining about? <laughs> yeah, you're right. So. Yeah, that's the difficult with with these focused characters. Um, yeah, his stat line is not not too impressive. What I do love, I love his command ability. I f- I think it's amazing, per- personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine, I mean, first of all, he can he can also use it on himself. So if if he's like fighting a mage, then he has like three attacks, attack six, minus seven penetration, expert defense. I mean. He's definitely mostly going to kill whatever he's facing. I think he can easily take on Flood if he really wants to. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Probably he can, he can, he, he can really be the, the hardest counter against Vlad. Yeah. And he's got a cross. Come on. Let's yeah. see the picture. <laughs> the only problem is if, if Vlad reaches him first. <laughs> then... <laughs> yes, because, in that case. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Phoenix. <laughs> Yeah, universal shielding is not going to save him in the end, I think. No, um, probably not. But he, he can do a lot of damage. But he really needs uh, needs some protection. He doesn't have mm-hmm. that. Um, but that, yeah, giving somebody minus seven under weapon, like you can use this on a, on a, like a marksman, the Scorpio marksman, mm-hmm. um, or even on a, like a, the Evelyn guard. Yeah, that's really strong. Yeah, that's for sure. Mm, you can you can boost the, those weapons that go with a high damage value, but no penetration, like you said, the Avignon Guard. Yeah. And uh, yes, this is universally good. Uh, it, it's working not only against the undead and mages. Now, you know what? My only concern about Felix actually is yes, he's very 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 powerful against, of course, undead and mages. But he, I think that he. Feels the competition from the exorcist right now. Mm. Yeah, yeah, mostly because the exorcist got a boost, and and I think we'll mention this a couple of times. There is a, a lot of internal competition in the in the Vatican, the Vatican. list uh, in the Vatican faction, uh, and I guess in this case, Felix has some internal competition from the mm-hmm. exorcist because they sort of have the same sort of anti mage, anti in that focus. Uh, and because the Vatican just got a boost and Felix didn't, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like he, he might be a bit more trouble. Uh, I do feel 
Felix can be aggressive, can be more aggressive because of his command ability. At least it's a very reliable, uh, strong command ability. Mm -hmm. But like I said, well, I mean, Strigoi and Doctor players will probably hate this guy, and Guild Guild faction players and patricians will never see him. Yeah, probably on the board. So, yeah. I think that for those factions that are really going to suffer the presence of Felix on board, on the board, I think that the only suggestion that I can give is uh, exploit Goran and say you know, when talking about blood against Felix, uh, kill him first. I mean, his defensive abilities are not incredible. I mean, protection yeah. four and universal shield shielding two, dexterity four. Yeah, he's not that well protected. If he's going on the on the offensive side, probably yes. He can rape your gang, <laughs> but in other cases, if you can uh, be on the aggressive side on Felix, he's going to die quite. I don't want to say quite easily, but it's not that difficult to, to kill him. No, just that. No, no, I agree. Yeah. Probably we should we should take in account even uh, um, the presence of Thomas theme that I, I think that is going to be filled with him. Correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah, we are talking yeah. about him um, mm -hmm. instead of just an hero that we're talking about in, in a couple of minutes, I think. Yeah. <laughs> mm, what, what do, have you got anything else to, to add to the to this last entry? Uh, no, just I think I think the Vatican had, they have four leaders, and I think they they have a nice spread of leaders. So we have the the, mm -hmm. the, the, the bishop who is like the focused uh, spellcaster, the inquisitor who is like aggressive spellcaster, the Exodus who's like the, so the Exodus is really more tanky. Uh, Felix, yeah, he's, he's sort of the odd one out, uh, mm -hmm. but he's the cheaper, he's, at least he's the cheapest. <laughs> yeah, but so that's, that's true for sure. <laughs> so instead of going for him and he has like a very aggressive uh, command ability. Yeah. Okay, nice. Shall we take a look at the heroes? Yes. Okay. Um, talking about the heroes, they got a big selection of heroes here. I mean, it's uh, 11 heroes available. Not bad. And they're all interesting, in my opinion. Let's see. The first one in line is the Stigmatist. It is the, the latest addition, I think, to the, to the heroes available for, for yeah. the, the Vatican faction. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know what? In the very beginning, when uh, when the profile of the stigmatist came out, I, I thought, okay, this guy is poor crap. I mean, it's hot garbage. Attack 2, protection 2. It's a mage that is going to frenzy to use any kind of magic because he's only a one will point and mine 3. <sighs> it's crap. Come on. I, I think I'll never see these guys fielded in any gang. But in the end, I I faced the I faced the stigmatist and it wasn't that bad. Um, it wasn't even played uh, with the, the bishop or any other character that gave him uh, additional will points or means mm, to overcome his weaknesses. It just the plain stigmatist, and it wasn't that bad because um, in the end, all the mages in in, in Vatican are usually are not that aggressive. And I think that only the the Inquisitor got, has got blood rights as uh, an available discipline, while the Stigmatist has only got blood rights to to be used. 
and that that discipline is good. I mean, if you want to go on the aggressive side, <laughs> it's it's very 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 good. Mm. What do you think about the stigmatist? Best combo, yeah. best synergy. So the stigmatist. Um, so when he first came out, um, like you were skeptic, I was I was like, yeah, finally a hero level mage for the Vatican. Mm-hmm. They were really missing that. They did, they, yeah, they had the, the summoner priest who was level one, but a really a decent mage, and I loved that he had frenzied. Uh, I thought it was really creative. Uh, yes, and his stats are really crap. Um, <laughs> but then I only pick spells that are difficulty six for him. So I was really like, yeah, the stigmatist. I really enjoyed him. And then came the update <laughs> for, for the summoner priest. <laughs> Okay. And it was bad news for the stigmatist. I, I think he oh. lost his, his time to shine. I think currently the, the, the he's outshined by the, the new rules for the summoner priest. But we'll discuss that mm. later. So that's mm-hmm. some internal competition he's got going for him. Um yeah, so I, I was thinking I, I you have this meme like uh, uh where this guy says uh Hey, he does exactly the same thing that I do, and the other guy says, "Yeah, but better." <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's a bit how the summoner priest talks to the stigmatist now. Ouch! Yeah, because well, we'll wait. We'll wait till the summoning priest. But yeah, the stigmatist attack two and protection two and mind free is like the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah, especially probably. if you because you want to. Uh, you want to use him aggressively because Blood Rise is aggressive and his Hand of God ability, the Stigmata. Uh, you want to use that aggressively as well. Uh, but you do need to hit and like attack two is like really the bare minimum. Uh, and of course you can use his life points, uh, but then he's also dying. Uh, I don't know. I, I love the concept, but he is not an easy character <laughs> to use. Uh, you can boost him quite well with a lot of things. So, uh, like with the bishop, or you can heal him with certain characters, uh, or you can maybe, uh, yeah, use use the will points from the deacon, mm-hmm. crossbearing deacon. So there are a lot of ways to get around his weaknesses, but still, he's, he can be a difficult character, but fun. Mm. I was but thinking currently, maybe currently in a bad position. <laughs> uh probably. I don't know. Um, I, I was thinking that probably the the, the 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 best. I don't want to say the best, but um, the the ways to help him overcome is uh, is internal problems. I mean, low poor mind and uh, the, the the frenzy drew. Yes, it's too painful. Or, or with the bishop, that I think that it is in that case, uh, the bishop can, how can I say, balance uh, the, the the disciplines available for uh, for your gang. I mean, the bishop can support uh, the stigmatist can uh, go in on the attack side, and if the bishop takes wild magic because uh, he, he can uh, can he? Don't remember. Oh my god. <laughs> um, the bishop can start to cast some uh, uh, blood rites too. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, the other, the other model that probably can be useful with the stigmatism is the crossbearing deacon, just to, as you say, to to give him will points to help him cast and uh, help him boost his mind. Uh, his mind. 
Otherwise, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't think. I, okay, you're more expert than me in that. I, I don't know. Um, I don't think that the summoner priest is in a direct conflict with the stigmatist. It's cheaper. It's a better mage, but it's just a selection of um, of spells available for the summoner priest that put in a different spot from the stigmatist. But it, this is my opinion only based on what I see. And of course, I didn't play uh, any of those char- uh, any of those characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's my impression. So mm. your your opinion here is more valuable than mine. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think that is the case. But uh, I'll, I'll I'll mention it again when we go to the summoner priest. Why I think the summoner priest is awesome. He's got a couple of key abilities now that yeah. <laughs> makes him quite a pain in you, but you know where. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else about the stigmatis? Um. No, no, I think we've uh, we've talked enough. Okay, so let's guy. take a look at... Hopefully you'll <laughs> get us time to shine back again. <laughs> oh, so, um, the, the more variety is always is always a good thing. Yes, yeah, that's right. Talking in general, this is a thing that I really in love with Carnavale. I see, I see the, the people that, that play with me, that they are using different characters. I mean, I don't see any little spam of things even the strong picks are not just simply strong so strong to be taken in uh, multiple copies and to flood the board with uh, the same henchman or the same hero and i i love this this particular feature of this game it's really interesting and well balanced in my opinion yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next entry is up to you because I have no opinion on uh, this guy, Thomas yep. T. Of course, T. because he, he's Dutch. He's Dutch. <laughs> oh, it's well, he, he has a Dutch name, so I just assume that he's Dutch. Yeah, why not? It's possible. It's, it's, a, it's a Thomas Tima. Yeah. Uh, so I, 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 it's not official, but I just call him. He's the only Dutch person in there. In Venice. In Venice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, but okay. No? Probably more. Mm, probably more people, yes. You know, usually Dutch were, were, were quite keen on uh, on um, commerce and Venetian too. Mm-hmm. So they got yeah. something in common. Yeah, there's probably a couple of merchants. <laughs> but he's, he's the only na- named character. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I like him. Um... Um, so, okay, I'm going to say his stat line, and then you have to tell me what he reminds you of. Mm-hmm. So, movement five, attack five, attack four, protection four, mind three. Uh, who do you know that also has that exact same st- and first strike one? Who do you know who also has that same stat line in the guild? Mm. In the guild, I'm thinking about it. Uh, uh, the barber, probably. Yes. yes, the barber. Yeah. He's basically Thomas is basically the barber for the Vatican, mm-hmm. except he has a hammer. <laughs> yeah, and stay. He he it's works around the same. with a hammer, you know that, yeah. don't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, but he he works around the same way as the barber, and uh, uh, he's also around the same cost. Uh, but what I like is so he has first strike, mm-hmm. which is nice. He's slippery, which is a great combination. Yeah, he also has other skills like Brave and, and Hunter. But um, 
But uh, what I like is his great combination with the Alter Boy. So we haven't discussed the Alter Boy yet, but the Alter Boy can give everybody first strike two. Mm -hmm. So giving Thomas first strike two goes up to first strike three. So he attacks at attack seven. And it's, uh, you know, if you put in some will points, he comes in at attack nine. Now he comes with slippery. So what you do, you, you give him. You, you give him first strike free, you attack, then you make sure there's an enemy like within six inch because he has movement five and slippery plus one movement, and then you mm -hmm. attack somebody else. And you can do two nine attack <laughs> attacks in one Oof. round. <laughs> and that can be very unexpected because it's not something that's very obvious when you look at his stat line, like <laughs> he's coming in at nine attack dice. So I really oh. like that. And and that's, it's even worse if you're like fighting a mage or an undead because then he gets expert free. That's painful. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I like about, uh, <laughs> about Thomas. Um, the way he can uh, can uh, do a lot of damage. I also like that he, he's sort of, he's unique, of course, and he works differently. So Dex 5, his high Dex, high move, which isn't very common um, in the Vatican. Not in Vatican, yeah. No. Um, yeah, I add a, little, add a little thing about Thomas in this case. If you add into the equation that you already mentioned, that you're going probably to fill Thomas with Felix and yeah. stick him close to, to Felix since you got bodyguard and you're fighting mages or undead, you're going to plus two damage on that uh, hammer and stake. So. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and you're bodyguarding uh, too. So if anybody comes close to to Felix, you can jump in and spam, <laughs> punching with a, a, a an awful amount of of dice. Yes, Vlad has to be careful when Thomas and Felix are on the board, mm -mm. because he's if he's trying to take out Felix and uh, and Thomas comes in, then he's like. Uh, even without the altar boy, he comes in at attack seven, uh, plus three expert. At... Expert offense three. Oh yeah, expert offense three, and then you know, hopefully, uh, Felix could also give him like minus seven penetration. <laughs> that would be so, insanely good. Yeah. So I like the combination. I, I like how aggressive uh, he can be. Mm -hmm. Fast and aggressive. Yeah. He's a fun character. So you think it's possible to feel Thomas theme even uh, out, out uh, sorry, even if uh, even not against uh, mages or un undead? I ha I have actually used him against patricians, which is probably the worst gang for him to fight. Mostly <laughs> mm -hmm. because I just find him fun. I find this combination with the old boy like really strong, uh, and it gets even better if he's like. Fighting big bases and uh, mages or uh, in that, but I mostly find him a very fun, flexible character who works differently, uh, and you can really surprise your opponents with him. You surprise me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never thought about him in this way. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! It's a really nasty, yes, nasty, nasty combo. Hmm. What else to say about Thomas? I don't know. 15 ducats. Mm, quite an expensive side, maybe, but just my opinion. Yeah. yeah, he is not cheap, no. 
And uh, he also has an, a very annoying evasion one on his hammer stake. Uh, but, you know. Other than that. He, he, he's, not, uh, yes, he's not he's not a big problem, I think. Mostly no. Yeah. No, probably not. Yeah. And um, next here in line, the cross-bearing deacon. That made you sad, Ryan. I remember. Yes, yes. <laughs> so he was 70 ducats. He went down. Mm. <laughs> I was already using him at 70 ducats. Because I loved him. And now he's cheaper. But worse. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't. He, he's not fair. People don't fear him anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and, and when he dies, everybody mourns him by being stunned. Yeah, I, well, I love the crossbearing deacon. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's such a good bargain for for fifteen ducats. Uh, he brings a lot to the game. First, he's the only hero with uh, free command points. Yes, but, that's interesting. Yeah, that's also a bit of a problem that the Vatican only has three heroes with command points. But that's, <laughs> that's uh, something. Hopefully, that hopefully will, they will get a few more options for that. But he's the only hero, so that, that's one of the reasons taken. Second is he's got very good protection. Well, five doesn't sound very impre impressive, but I love that his universal shielding is equal to his protection. It's so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that. That means he's very reliable. Third, he's not a bad fighter. I mean, he's not amazing, but he has a deck four and uh, a plus one damage weapon. He can beat people in the head with it with the holy icon. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> not that holy. What I, <laughs> I don't know if the holy icon was meant to be used in that way, but it, it works. So, <laughs> okay. In Venice, you have to be practical. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. So, you're right. Um, uh, and um, yeah, uh, the last great thing is, of course, the most obvious: the, the amazing ten will points. And not only that, yeah. he can share them with other people. He's like a madman. He's sort of <laughs> only a holy madman. <laughs> I mean, that's, there's so many ways, so many useful things to do with 10 wheel points. Uh, like give it, give it to mages to cast spells, make your fighters, but also defensively. I mean, if you use every round like two wheel points for this guy, mm -hmm. you would have like defense protection seven unmodified he can be really tanky yes so, you're totally right <laughs> yeah the only thing i don't like is his command ability it's garbage <laughs> but it has an amazing <sighs> range <laughs> unfortunately bravey this is the problem with bravey it's incredibly situational and he uses usually not that useful in my opinion Mm, so yeah, probably you're going to use those uh, juicy, juicy three common points to to give additional action or out of uh, sequence, uh, out all yes, out of activation actions to mm, yes, his command ability is not that great, not at all. No, no at least it has a huge range, so that compensates a little. But... Mm. Yeah, I yeah, not a fan. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you can have the biggest range in the game, but. If you yeah. your ability is crap, <laughs> you're yeah. giving crap ability to all over all over the board. <laughs> oh yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, the, the problem with that with the the the, the sun possibility when dying, uh, it's it's I think that it's uh, it's balancing the crossbearing Deacon because it, it's really an amazing character. I mean, yeah. as you say, the well protected, the his ability of the holy relic is is amazing. Is amazing. Is amazing. That's that's yeah. just it. I mean, uh, and the radius in which this is triggered is good. Too, is good too because. You're, you're talking about the six inches radius, so it means a, a, a bubble of 12 inches around the board, and our boards are usually small. And the possibility to give will points to, to characters that usually have uh, or low values of will points, or just they want, don't want to use their own. You can share will points with a Golgotha if you need. Yeah. So it, it has got so, so much utility. And in the end, it's, it's really tough to kill too. Probably the best way to kill the crossbearing deacon is just throw into the water and drown him because, and it's Agreed. not that easy. That it, it's not that that easy too because he's got attack six. So probably he's going to boost that attack roll. So jump into attack six, and to try to resist your drown attempt. So it's not that easy to <laughs> really hate that guy. <laughs> yeah. So my opponent said like his downside isn't really that hefty, but I don't really agree. Uh, because I think if your opponent like really manipulates it, it could be a game changer. Like if he dies, and like some of you, a lot of your characters, because line of sight is you know pretty big, uh, receive stun counters, uh, and then your opponent takes that advantage, like at that moment to throw everybody in the water, or or maybe mm -hmm. they are they are already in the water. Uh, that okay, could that, really, that's bad. Like, shift <laughs> really shift the game just because one character dies. Uh, it's so not that always... easy, actually. But yes, it's a possibility. Yeah. So, let can opponents take notes, please? Exactly. Uh, and <laughs> that's different with most characters. Uh, I mean, a lot of characters, you don't have to think about what happens when they die, like, apart from the, the dying itself. Okay, uh, of course. He's one of the few characters. I think he's the only character that has like this sort of negative bomb when he uh, explodes when he dies. Well, I can I could mention the the escape madman, but not, not when when he dies, but when uh, he runs all, out of will points. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. yes. Uh, it's not, of course, it's not as devastating for for the gang as the death of the crossbearing no. deacon. No. I don't know. Probably yes. Including this this model in your gang now, I think that before before the the, the rebalancing, it was an almost an auto included model. I mean, he has probably no downsides. There, there were no downsides in. Uh, no, sorry, not no downsides in uh, fielding this uh, this model. Now you have to uh, at least to think about it. Yeah. yeah, the only reason why I still think he's mostly well, I wouldn't go all the auto include. I don't include him always. Mm -hmm. uh, it's because he's the only one with three command points. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. I think Vader could, could use uh, like uh, this one another mm -hmm. option for that because yeah, the options are very low for the Vatican. And the mm. other two options we'll discuss later, and we'll also discuss why they are not very. Yeah, they're not the greatest choices for command. Mm, okay. 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 We'll see. Okay. <laughs> mm, anything else on uh, on the crossbearing Nikon? No, I think I think it's fine. Yeah. Okay. 
So let's jump into the next character in line. That is the Knight of Malta. Yeah. Ah, uh, such a pity that is an unreleased model. Yeah, that's sad. That's sad because <laughs> I think it's a great character. I mean, 14 Ducats is not exactly an insane price tag for what he brings. And he brings a lot of protection. He's, he's got a big shield, come on. He's <laughs> just his job. And uh, Bodyguard Leader Hero is the true selling point of this model. Uh, of course, if paired with the uh, Expert of Action uh, and uh, the Berserk ability that, you know, is one of the, my favorite abilities mm-hmm. in, in the game. Mm-hmm. No mysteries on, on, on that. Well, um, the impression that I got about this model is, is well, it's good in my opinion because uh, it can protect, uh, of course, your leaders that are valuable. It can protect other heroes like another Knight of Malta if needed. And in a faction, generally speaking, like uh, Vatican that wants to stick together to enjoy the bugs, uh, to enjoy the passive abilities, all that kind of juicy, juicy stuff. You got a model that wants to stay close to the characters that usually have those abilities, mm, and so it's it's naturally in in the right place, in the best place to be. And if needed, when he's almost dead, he can switch in the berserk mode when below five, sorry, at five life points remaining or below, and start punching people with his uh, arming sword with a plus one damage that is not that bad. Attack, he goes up to attack five and three action points. It's not bad. I mean, my opinion. Uh, what else to be said? Mm, yes. Keeping close to, to, to the heroes and uh, to the to the leader that you want to protect. And I, I think it's quite easy. I love bodyguard bodyguard uh, bodyguard mm-hmm. characters. Yeah. Yeah, you're really good at bodyguarding. So <laughs> I like that his bodyguard is so broad. Uh, it's not just leader; it's also hero, and that's that's really nice. Uh, normally, I would, I mean, maybe you would expect me to call this the Knight of Malta a bit boring. <laughs> no, uh, not this I, time. I, I don't no. think. I don't think so. Not that. No, no, not on this model. I agree. Because bodyguard yeah. is a very interesting ability. Yeah, uh, I actually like the Knight of Malta. Mm-hmm. I think he brings a lot, and I really, really like Berserk on this model. And the reason is because his protection is so high. So when you finally t- take him down to five five life points, which is quite difficult <laughs> on a protection, six expert protection, two model, he becomes mm-hmm. really good. And it's really difficult to take down those last five models. Um, and that's my experience with Berserk. Mostly... When I'm playing against Berserk characters, uh, maybe they get one bonus action because usually they die the round the round after that. After. So in that case, Berserk is not that great uh, because a lot of Berserk models are not that high protection. Mm-hmm. Or the model like the Raju, who is high protection, but he's so important to bring down fast that you just throw everything at him. Mm-hmm. And you're not going until to leave him dead. at last. Yeah, until he's dead. You're just not going to leave him at five points. He's too expensive, too important to do that. But the Knight of Malta is in this strange in-between where he has... He's not... He's 14 Dukan, so he's he's not that dangerous. Or he's not that important to really throw everything at him. 
but his protection is that high. So he's the sort of character who can bring out the most out of the Berserk ability, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And be, and next to that, the Vatican have quite some option to manipulate the amount of hit points or life points you have, either using blood magic or using uh, healing. Yes. So let's say you end up at six life points. You can just like combination with with blood uh, with blood uh, blood rights. Yeah, bloodlust. You mean bloodlust? Yes, sorry, bloodlust. And then and then he becomes like this amazing killing machine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, I like that you can do stuff like that. Uh, that you can sort of manipulate the Berserk on this character a little. I mean, not too much, but, you know, it's it's yeah. sort of a fun element. Uh, yeah, the, the, the amount of manipulation that you need, probably, yeah. to, to pull the trigger on yeah. this one. Yeah. So I like him, and I like him in the Vatican. Uh, and he's also major defensively, so if you combine this guy, like, with the uh, with the bishop and stuff like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the bishop in that case is very well protected. Yeah, <laughs> he's fun. He's a fun yeah. hero, I think. Yeah, definitely. I cannot wait to to see these release. Probably it's uh, the I, I usually don't like that much the, these medieval uh, appear look of uh, so many Vatican models, but I think I'm going to do an exception for the Knight of Malta because it's really mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. They seem, it always seems to be a little out of place in the uh, end of uh, 18th century Venice, you know, knights. They're, they're true medieval knights, but who cares? <laughs> for, for the Knights of Malta, I can make an exception. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Well, there is another character that looks like a knight and uh, it's quite pissed off. <laughs> it's the prelate <laughs> of this flaming sword. Yeah. Oh, and this is another, yeah. This is another, the, the, another night, another night that I really love. Mm, he brings those famous passive abilities that make Vatican forces so, so dreadful. I mean, mm, he can he can take on some um, some uh, opponents on himself. Uh, the the stats value are. Here, like with uh, the usual protection five of uh, so many Vatican models, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, with the the burning great sword that is a, a just an art counter to anything that has got high protection values because he, mm-hmm. he goes up to but he has got penetration, penetration sorry minus five that is just massive, massive. Yeah. Mm, couple of issues with these models, in my opinion, are that you are not that great on uh, charge uh, because the the weapon is two-handed, uh, and uh, yes, you're going to give plus one to yes to to vision. Oh my god, I think that I made, I made a little mistake here, but no worries. Uh, yes, giving plus one to to vision is not amazing, uh, but is he has got expert offense too, so not that bad. Mm, and he's mindless, unfortunately. That that that's not crazy. that great. It's crazy. Yeah, it's totally crazy. You are going in, into the Venetian night with a with a flaming sword. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that's why the conceal and minus minus one. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, hey, that's the guy. Shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he is brave, but mine too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's stupidly brave. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you're not qualified. <laughs> <laughs> he puts all himself in this task. Come on, be kind. I love him. The first time I saw him, I'm like, is this is this legal? I mean, it looks so strong. <laughs> yeah, minus five penetration, uh, expert two. Uh, yeah, he's he's really nice. He's really nice, but. Um, the, the the only thing you have you don't have to overestimate his protection. I mean, protection five does look great, but he can go down quite quickly because that's all he has to defend himself. Mm -hmm. So you have to be a bit careful because uh, a character like this, you know, you're mostly tempted to just throw him in there and start chopping people because you know that's what he's good at. Mm -hmm. uh, but he could go down quite quickly quickly if your opponent is uh, focused enough on him and he's 16 ducat so he's not cheap you don't want to throw him away not at all uh, and it would also be a waste of his burning aura because you really want to give that to other people mm -hmm. so yeah be a bit careful uh, but yeah I, I also he could use some extra buffs like uh, the altar boys first strike uh, will points from the the cross bearing deacon stuff like that would be or, or maybe Bloodlust, yeah, that could really uh, really make him worth even more worth the points. Yeah. Yeah. But they are... Uh, yeah, he's a fun character. Just be you careful with the Mindless. This... Yeah. yeah, the Mindless, he's, he's really hampering, but I think that this guy probably can um, can be initially used as, as a support character unless... I mean, um, until the the, the line collides, I say, yeah. Because maybe you can you can just keep him close to, I say, a Scorpio marksman to give the Scorpio minus two penetration on the weapon. That's not bad. The Scorpio is now jumping to minus four penetration on 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 his ballista, and uh, because the, the burning aura works on uh, on on the weapons. So uh, it's not on, uh, for example, base, base contact attacks, uh, nothing like that. The weapons become flaming weapons and uh, burn the people. <laughs> it's yeah. cute. It's nice. <laughs> so in, 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 I think that in the, the early game, you can uh, just stick him close to the, the models that you need to have that little boost in penetration. And then when the, the, the timing, timing is right, just on the, toss the prelate uh, into the fray and uh, have yeah. fun. Yeah, you could also play very defensively. Let's say you have two uh, bishops guard in front of him, and he's behind mm -hmm. them. And if you put the bishop guard like on guard, I mean, bishop guards are already pretty good, but now suddenly they also get minus two penetration. Yeah, for and, sure. And you have to pass them to get to them, and because they have ranged weapons, that's a really mm -hmm. tough defensive position to get through. If you really wish, you, can, you could just use it. Even, you can even use the prelate to in combo with uh, the Inquisitorial Commissioner. Just shoot the first yeah. round with the Commissioner, put him on guard, keep the prelate close, and the second shot, uh, when uh, triggering guard, uh, the guard action of the, of the, the Commissioner will, be, will enjoy another minus two penetration. It's, it's not that bad, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah, so you can do fun stuff with the 
mm-hmm. with the bird armor. Yep. And of course, he can punch. <laughs> That's always a good thing. Yep. Definitely. Yeah, fun character. Well, uh, speaking about the Inquisitor, Inquisition Commissioner, <laughs> have you got anything else on the prelate? Sorry, Lance? No, I think we can go to the Inquisit- Inquisition Commissioner. <laughs> okay. Where are you guys? Um, you, you are. We, you were talking about yeah. You were talking about people with access to common points. This is yeah. your man. <laughs> this is my man. Yeah. Well, problem number one: he has only two command points, not three. <laughs> mm, too bad. So yeah, the, the quiz commissioner. Um, this guy is, I would say, a bit boring. <laughs> boring. Yeah. His deadline is. He, he basically does one thing good, and that is shoot a pistol. Uh, the rest is all like standard force, will feed. I mean, nothing exciting. Mm-hmm. What makes him stand out is Marksman 2. Uh, yeah, he has a very specific bodyguard, which I think is a bit too specific, in my opinion. He's not cheap, 15 ducats. Um, I mean, the commissioner is not bad, but he's, I, I don't know. I just don't think he's very exciting. I don't think his commandability mm-hmm. is exciting. I mean, very one, it's okay. You might know if you use it, maybe you save a couple of life points. But is it really worth command points if you only have two? Yeah, maybe you can convince me, <laughs> but... <laughs> Well, I I, um, I love the model. It's not a problem. Sorry, you love the model. You model this. You say yeah. Well, mm, I faced this this guy only once, and in the in the beginning of the game, I thought, okay, it's just a guy with uh with this pistol. Yes, what is going to what's going to happen? So, I quite I quite underestimated the the commissioner. Mm-hmm. Mm, the problem with him is not that, he, as you say, yes, he's an, quite an, an inspiring character, and the commandability probably works uh, just nice with uh, the Inquisition Inquisition spy, uh, the guy with uh, illicit information. I don't remember the name. I, I always con- <laughs> it's always confusing <laughs> for me. It's uh, the spy. I, uh, yeah. yeah, it's the spy because the other it's one is the stalker with the handle. Yeah, yeah, no, it's the spy. <laughs> okay. Probably the commissioner can work well with uh, with the, the spy, but I, I I think that I'm not going to literally waste a command point on giving Perry one an affection that usually has got dexterity four, maximum five on very few models. Yeah. So probably I'm going to save this command point to to give him some extra action points or out of uh, activation actions. But the the thing that this guy uh, does in a good way is uh, annoying. I mean, the, yes, it's true because the pistol has got reload two, so it's going to shoot twice before needing uh, a reload action. And this is this is annoying. I mean, um, usually I, I think that Vatican lacks some uh, some ranged attacks because you got yes, you got the Scorpio. But the Scorpio usually is one and is very expensive, and uh, he only does the sing- that single thing that is shooting, uh, reloading, and shooting. And uh, he has uh, some some weaknesses that we are talking about later. The the commissioner it's annoying because in uh, his averageness, 
he can just climb up on a climb up a building or put in put on guard and shoots with that pistol, chipping away some life points with each attack. I don't know. It's just annoying. It's not bad. It brings common points. Uh, yes, okay, bodyguard inquisitor is very specific. <laughs> Maybe a little bit too much specific. Yeah. Why but, wouldn't he be the, 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 the patrician? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. They don't like the patrician, apparently. <laughs> no, apparently not. They, they, they don't. They only protect the inquisitor. Yeah, only only the Inquisitor. Yeah, the, the other the other guys can die, <laughs> but the Inquisitor, <laughs> no, the Bishop is not. They don't like the Bishop. They want another Bishop in Venice. <laughs> the same with Exorcist. No, we don't like Exorcist. We don't think we <laughs> we don't believe in that in that stuff. Yeah. We don't like the movie too. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That, um, so so the problem is they have a bit of internal competition. So if I have to choose between. These guys or the cross bearing deacon, yeah, it's not a difficult choice for me. No, yeah, yes, yes, you're right. In, if if you put that in in these terms, yes, of course, the cross bearing deacon offers way, way, way more than the Inquisition commissioner. My point on uh, on this guy is just the, the range of attacks that, that usually yeah. um, Vatican yeah. lacks. Yeah, yeah. Vatican yeah. gang lacks. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Only that. Of course, if you're going to engage with the short sword, yes, it's plus one damage, but yeah. bleh, it's quite crap. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, would, I, would like see, I would like to see maybe if their command ability was something that increases shooting or something. Mm-hmm. That could be sort of unique, at least. For, mm-hmm. I don't know what. No, probably, yes. If, if something can be changed on these, the, the commandability probably is uh, the first thing that that I will try to, to to rewrite. But other than that, there are many models with an inspiring commandabilities like the crossbending decos, and we are taking into our gangs uh, anyway because they are too good mm-hmm. at what they do. At what they do. Yeah. Inquisition commission is not, I mean, is not exciting, but it's solid. I mean, consistent. That's the word yeah. that I'm looking for. Mm. Okay, I'll take it. Okay, give it, give it a try if you got the model. Why not? Mm. Yeah. Shall we look at the new, uh, <laughs> the, the new, new hotness? hotness. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, answer. Un- yes. Unless your power. No, the summoner priest. priest. Uh, summon the summoning priest. Summoner priest. Summon so the summoner guy... priest. So before the, the <laughs> change. <a> <laughs> So before the change, this guy was only a mage one, so mage one only fade weaving. <clears throat> 12 ducats, not very exciting. Now for only ducat more and a ducat less than the stigmatist, you get a mage two mm-hmm. with fade weaving and runes of sovereignty. So that's a nice options. Uh, it comes with four will points, which, you know, isn't a lot. But, uh, there's ways around that for the Vatican. And oh, for sure. 13 ducats, you get two command points, which is nice for 13 ducats. His deadline is, you know, not exciting, but you know, it's, it's... at least he has universal protection, a universal shielding equal to his protection, which is always great. Three. Yep. <laughs> he's, he's unarmed. He doesn't carry weapons. He doesn't believe in weapons. He's a pacifist. 
Yeah, he doesn't use his book. <laughs> he only punches people. <laughs> <laughs> and he has... And this is a commandability I really like. So this is a very creative command. It's like the opposite of the commandability from the, the commissioner. Yeah. Now, of course, it, it's it's specific for the Golgotha. Uh, but he can he can teleport. He can move around the Golgotha. I like that. He can place it anywhere within Fringe. It is so creative because you can do all kinds of fun stuff because of that. Uh, like you can get him up on top of top of a roof, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but more importantly, you can get him out of the water, <laughs> which I think is yeah. important. If your opponent like, will probably try to throw everybody in the water, and then you can just like teleport the Golgotha the next to you again. Like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> Also, a fun thing you can do is like put the summoning priest on one end of the board and then the Golgotha on the other end. Then your opponent like, doesn't really know where the Golgotha is. We'll, end you can, we'll end up because you can also move him like, back to the summoning priest. So that makes it unpredictable and that's also fun. So yeah, this guy has a lot of go going for him and he's only 13 ducats, which is so cheap. For also two command points, and he has mind four, by the way, which is also higher than stigmatist. Yes, that's right. Okay, so let, let me summon it up to the stigmatist. <laughs> he has more disciplines, command points, more mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's basically the crazy command ability <laughs> to, to be used on uh, on the Golgotha. Yeah, and, he, and he's definitely a must if you're playing the Golgotha, of course, because the Golgotha also has. Uh, companion uh, summoner priest so yeah uh, i don't know i i really like this model but he does take away from another model which i also like so that's the only that's the only bad thing about him <laughs> no i okay i totally agree with you Lorenzo. Um, let's just point it out because yes i think that the summoner priest is way too good for what he brings and uh, for the, the ducas it costs so he, he's maybe too well priced and the fact that he's a mage too for just a 13 ducats it's, it's, it's really good even if we take out all the parts about the Golgotha that really makes makes the summer the summer priest amazing just amazing and it's not limited to use his uh, command points on the command ability he can just use the, the command points as he prefers as he wishes so it's it's, it's terrible <laughs> so I, I i got friends that strongly disagree with you when you say that the the command ability is fun and interesting they think that <laughs> is <laughs> really unfair <laughs> and hateful <laughs> yeah. and i quite agree with them when i play against the golgotha i agree with you when i when i play the golgotha money <laughs> is another different story <laughs> yeah I don't know what to add, actually, because you said everything. I mean... The only thing we can discuss is the choice of magic. Uh, mm. What would you prefer, Fate Weaving or Wounds? I think it entirely depends. I mean, uh, am I fielding the bishop? Because if I'm fielding the bishop and I can count on having mine six, uh, probably I'm going to take... Uh, where... Uh, what is it? Damn it, I don't remember. Mm. Sorry, uh, the rules. I like. I like. I love rules. 
Uh, I mean, uh, country of chariot is always a great, 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 great thing. I don't know. Uh, while fade weaving, uh, fade weaving, I, I don't know. The, I mean, blessing of the sky is always amazing, but um, I prefer on uh, on stronger majors actually. And uh, just I, I don't know. I, I think I think the fade weaving usually is less consistent in the facts um, if we compare to the rules. But it depends on the, on the game you're building. I, I don't know, actually. I've got not, not enough experience to, to have a strong opinion on the, on that. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I'm also tempted with runes, mostly because you get the movement, uh, the chariot spell, and you get the one where you get command points. Mm. This guy can basically get infinite command points. Mm. Yeah. If he does it correctly. Mm. Um... And also, you can make your Gogota flying and <laughs> ethereal. Uh -uh. Also fun having a flying Gogota. May I ask you a thing, Vince, uh, about yes. uh, the interaction between Bogota, Summer Priest, and Bishop? Yes. Uh, what do you think about if if I field the, the Bishop close to the Summer Priest, so the Summer Priest has got now mind six, is the Gogota going to have mind six too or mind four? I think mine six. Mine six. I think, yeah, I think mm. they inherited. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I, don't, I don't remember if uh, Companion says anything about uh, unmodified uh, or something like that, but I, I don't think so. No, uh, it just, just changes your mind. Yeah. He, he uses mind value six, so I think he gives that then. And the Golgotha uses the mind value of the... Oh, the priest. priest. So, yeah, I, I would say. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, I assume that Golgotha is going to have mind six. Wow, that's, that's yeah. huge. Yeah. Well, speaking about the Golgotha, okay. yes, the new hotness, another new hotness. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the Golgotha. So, um, he is impressive. He's a bit, uh, he's actually quite balanced i think uh because of dexterity three and movement four so a lot of the big monsters are a bit faster but he's not that fast he's quite slow actually mm -hmm. uh, and of course his main downside is that he's primitive mind one so you really need the summoner priest and that's also his achilles heel if you want to take out the gogota you can take out the summoning priest and he's basically going to be pretty stupid yeah, <laughs> uh, after that, yeah. Uh, also, another way to deal with him is try to throw him in the water. Uh, not easy because he's a tech six, uh, but not impossible. Uh, and he's not a great swimmer, of course, because he's made of stone. Guess <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> other than that, I, yeah, I, I like him. He's solid. I mean, protection seven, attack six. What's not to like? Yeah, you know what? I, I came to, to consider the Golgotha sort of the being on steroids. Um, the role, I think, this is more or less the same. Uh, I, I, I know that usually cross-faction um, comparisons are not, not, not to be done, but in this case, I think that I can make an exception. So I, I think the Golgotha is more or less... Uh, it covers the, the same role of the, of the being. But the Golgotha has a plus on the Bing, and the Golgotha is not unique. 
Yes. So you could possibly field more than one Golgotha. We just want Summoner Priest uh, summoning them and controlling them. That would be really, really an interesting game. Well, if you're playing like 150 point Ducats, then uh, it's not that Why not? Actually. Yeah, then uh, I think uh, you might be right. I mean, if in 100 uh, Ducats, it's, it's very difficult. No, I don't think it's quite hard. 100, yeah. 150, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I, I, yes, I, I, I don't think that in 100 Ducats you can just feed a leader and uh, <laughs> bo both Golgothas. Maybe if uh, you feel the Bishop, the two Golgothas, you are now at 63, 60, yeah, 63 Ducats, uh, and then you have to put uh, in a couple of henchmen. Uh, Without boys. the summon, <laughs> yeah, the altar boys, lots of altar boys, even first strike four. No, it's not possible. <laughs> first strike three is maximum, but but you are now you have to stick the Golgotha close the Golgotha's both of them close to the bishop because if you go outside that the companion bubble, you're going to be mind one. <laughs> no, I don't think yeah. that is a viable tactic, but mm, no. yeah, the Golgotha is also a there are ways, as you said, to, to try to overcome uh, this model. And um, in the Q&A section, I will uh, we'll take a look at some specific ways to deal with the Golgotha, uh, with the doctors and patricians. Thanks, thanks to, to Michele's uh, answering our call of uh, yeah. questions for the Vatican. But generally speaking, as you said, yes, the, the weak link of the Golgotha is the summer priest. If you take him out, the Golgotha loses much, much of his uh, power and effectiveness too. Yep. But other than that, yes, it's, it's very good. <laughs> I mean, it's very fighty. And fear minus two really helps uh, land those, uh, those hit with attack six and evasion plus one, unfortunately, but yep. in the end, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you miss the possibility to use will points from the summer priest uh, lens? No, because you always think it's a crosshair and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a religious. No. No, so, Actually, I don't, yeah. I don't know what to say since the Golden is so, is so good that it's... I, I don't want to say that he plays by himself because it's not exactly that, but it's it's very straightforward. He plays with the Summer Priest uh, and uh, he, he does he does his job so, so well that it's really difficult to... to to play him badly as as long as you point uh, it against the enemies and uh, mm -hmm. go and punch people. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you can just recall him using the summoner priest too, of course. Yeah. Okay. We got only three heroes left. All right. <laughs> the most boring one, <laughs> execution. <laughs> no, the poor guy is not that bad. I, I I'm kidding. I like it. Well, I, I I saw an executioner pulling out. Uh, if I recall correctly, um, nine no, a, a ten attack dice uh, pool in uh, a Vatican against the Russia game uh, some weeks ago at uh, here in Padova, mm -hmm. when executioner uh, yes was buffed with uh, bloodlust. Uh, and he spent a couple of will points, and he went brawling a couple of uh, Russian monsters, yeah. and started to cut people in pe people fishes yeah. in pieces, and that was gorgeous and very satisfying, I think. Yeah, I I, I used to did not like I didn't like the executioner when he was sixteen ducats. 
It was way too expensive. But now he's 14. I like him. Uh, I like him because he is aggressive. So he's really on the attack. Attack 5 for 14 ducats. Pretty nice. He also has quite a lot of life points. 14. 14 is a ton. 14 is a ton. Yeah. That's, so, so that makes him quite good against, for example, drowning and stuff like that. He's also good at drowning people. That's that's nice for the Vatican. Uh, and he combines really well with all kinds of buffs like the first strike and the the, the command ability from the Inquisitor and all these things. So he's also a good template to uh, to enhance upon. Mm-hmm. Um, beheading uh, is a bit random. <laughs> a little yeah, bit. A little bit random. The only way to uh, make it less random if you cast the uh, cantrip of the stars. Yeah, Hero, probably. Yeah, die. No, summoner priest could do it. I was actually lucky. I actually had a nice beheading uh, one moment where I rolled it at the the night at, the, at a good time. So that's a bit. That's a bit of point. You, I mean, sometimes you have a critical, and your opponent was going to die anyway. So uh, or beheaded. You, yeah. <laughs> I mean, even if you roll critical, doesn't always mean it's it's useful. But if you roll at the right time, it can be very uh, devastating. But like I said, it's very random, so don't count on it. If it happens, it's just lucky or fun. Yeah, you cannot base a strategy on rolling a crit on attack die or execution. <laughs> no. That's for sure. But when it, when it, when when it triggers, yes, you are um, just making the opponent lose three life points even before taking into account any protection or stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just a question for you. Uh, do you think yeah. that the, the behaving ability stacks with the effect of the critical? I think it does. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that too, actually, yeah. because it, it's a, an additional rule on the critical. Yeah. Yeah. That's how oh, it is as well. It's yeah. so, so, so tasty. <laughs> yeah. Yes, as you said, it's a good template probably to 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 give buffs, uh, first strikes and decon or bloodlust. Anything that buffs his uh, attack abilities uh, is welcome on the executioner. It's quite solid, even if even if you don't boost him that much. But in that case, of course, is less less consistent. But if you do so, and if you want really to go alpha striking with the uh, with the executioner, or just trying trying to finish off um, an, a wounded a wounded enemy. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The only thing I, I thought was a bit annoying is that he has evasion one on his weapon. Uh yeah, he but does. he's got the expert yeah. of S one to try to overcome yeah. that too. So yeah. in the end, it's a sort of balancing, I think. Yeah, it's more that I sort of expect him to be quite good at beheading, and then he would have like a really clumsy weapon. <laughs> But, have you uh, ever tried to, to, to wield an axe? It's very, very unwielding. I, I can tell you I'm not as buff at, as the executioner in the picture I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> Neither am I. It doesn't look like me. <laughs> but yeah, maybe it's not the most elegant of weapons. But uh, no, yeah, at 13 ducats, 13 ducats he's, he's fun, I think. Yeah, before he had too much internal competition at 16 ducats. No, fourteen yes is more interesting for sure. If you want an uh, an aggressive character to be to be buffed and uh, just to fight your battles. Yeah. One thing if we you... haven't talked talked about yes. is is brawler. 
uh, we haven't mentioned it, but there are a lot of ton of Vatican characters that have brawler, by the way. Have you noticed that? Mm, no. no. Where does character is brawler? Sorry. Brawler. Yeah. All right. All right. So, just as I know, so the Avenger Guard has brawler, the Executioner has brawler, uh, the Crossbearing Deacon has brawler. The Crossbearing Deacon has brawler. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, so right. I, I totally, I, I totally <laughs> overlooked that. Felix has brawler. It's like a lot of brawlers in the... Yeah, they go. They like go brawling. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes, you're right. But it's a, it's a strange ability. I mean, yeah. brawler is a it's a thing that I, I tend to forget actually when I play when I play Carnival. Me too. Yeah. It's a bit situational, but when it triggers, it's it's really good. <laughs> uh, I I tend to yeah. to remember brawler when actually when I um, I play uh, patricians because the Venetian uh, noble has got brawler and uh, my usual uh, patrician opponent uh, loves to go with the Venetian noble against ma as many foes as possible just to trigger and go with attack six. So I have to I have to remember that. Yeah. When I play, <laughs> when I play my games, though, I also had that I remembered the other way around. So I thought, ah, now I've brawler. Oh no, it's me against two, not two against one. <laughs> <laughs> so then I remember it backwards. Like, oh yeah, oh, that doesn't work. I, I wish no, it, it was. It, I wish maybe it was. We can then because then you have more control. Like if it was you outnumber your opponent, then it would activate in a sort of union union like ability. Yeah. It's difficult to control now. Yeah, is sometimes you can charge multiple opponents, uh, but I usually forget it because it sort of happens because of something your opponent does instead of you. That's why it doesn't really sort of stick in my mind. Well, it depends if you can if you can uh, grapple in the in the right spot. Some people you're gonna try to to, to go to go like bowling. Yeah, you go there, you go there, you go there, and I go, and I go here, <laughs> and I come here. <laughs> I start rolling and behaving people. Yeah, that's smart. If you, if you, yeah, that's a good point. If you like grapple people into your rolling characters, like get them in position. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. I, I can tell you for sure. I can tell you for sure that it's very satisfying. Satisfying because I I did uh, I did uh, that once and oh my god, <laughs> tossing yeah. people on my on my brawling character once. I mean, was this attack six. I mean, that, yeah. But it's it's just one of those rules that yeah, like you said, you don't really uh... you usually forgot because yeah. not many many characters have got brawler. You know who's got brawler? The butcher. <laughs> That's why I always remember about him, the, the brawling butcher. Yeah. The only way to 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 have him uh, on a slightly offensive side. But yeah. oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, Let's okay. Go back that was a bit of a the bad okay. Yes, yes. But I think we talked enough. A worthy one, right? Right. Mm -mm -mm. guard, another brawler character. Another brawler, yeah. <laughs> so <the green> <sighs> I yeah. really hate this guy. I got the miniature, but I hate him. Oh. <laughs> Why do you? No, hate first, well, I hate him because um, I usually suck when uh, when I face a minion guards. I don't know why I got that sort of. I can I can just um, play against them. <laughs> they are annoying. They they are, mm. they are ways to 
to beat the Avignon Garden in lots of ways. But I, I don't know, usually they, they tend to, to absorb an obscene amount of damage. And uh, in the end, I end up with the uh, Avignon Guard on rampage uh, through my lines, killing people and crushing my, my poor characters. So yeah. I, I hate <laughs> Avignon Guard. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah. Tell, tell me something to cheer me up, please. Yeah, uh, to cheer you up. Yeah, well, well, you have the model. So, actually, my experience is that they are, yes, they are pretty unkillable. They usually don't die. Uh, actually, I've never had my Vinian Guard die because of the massive 15 life points. Mm. But I, I do find it difficult to do a lot of damage with them, uh, even though they're attack five. Uh, they're great sword can be quite clumsy uh, because it's both two-handed and evasion so if you're trying to for example hit a dexterity five model you need to roll sevens or higher which is quite quite light for an attack secondly my opponents are constantly grappling him (laughs) why i i don't know i don't see why (laughs) so it's really hard to get a couple of consistent attacks um cannot see the reason also again last game i played i was grappling with my avenue guard mm-hmm. he's a great grappler he's large base six dice not a single seven <laughs> <laughs> so, i was so frustrated <laughs> it happens uh, yeah. it happens sometimes from time to time it happens yes it, it's a dice game i told myself yeah, it's a dice game it happens it happens it's very interesting but yeah, so so I sometimes have difficulties actually killing people with him, but he doesn't. But the, the opponent also has difficulty killing him, so that that equals it out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because protection six, fifteen life points, and expert protection three is just insult. Universal shielding three. There are lots of things to add, and yeah. three will points. Yeah, and, you know, actually, I yes, Tommy. The, the full plate wasn't as big as a problem. As I thought it would be, uh, it's mostly a problem for his movement. Uh, the biggest problem is that when he falls in the water, it's, he's so slow to get out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't mind like the minus one to attack or uh, the minus one to a dexterity because that's already crap. So uh, dexterity two isn't really a bother. It's mostly the movement that's the issue. Mm-hmm. If you want, there are two ways. You, with spells, you can go around it. Like they sleep on the waterworks. Then suddenly you can you can swim a bit, and you can also cast a spell. Uh, I forgot the name where you don't go where you do, where you ignore stun counters altogether. Yeah, that also works. But I've next never actually uh, done. I I've never used them both. He still ends up in water most of the time. What do you think? Sorry about the the full play direction rule with the the the, the spell that you say that removes stun counters. Since the full play says that he. Can he, he, the stun counter is only removed if it ends its activation out of water? Yeah, I because think it, you cannot get stun counters at all. Does it overcome? You think it overcomes the stun counter? Yeah, because because it's impossible to get the stun counter in the first place. Mm. If I okay. if I remember the spell correctly now by heart. Let me see. It's rules. Uh, I don't remember. Ah, oh, I remember the spell. Damn it! 
It's no, called uh, runes. Yeah. Runes. Okay, let me check. Well, yes, actually, I think that, yes, grappling is the grappling, yes, is a re renewed vigor. Pickaxe ray and we know the character remove, remove any stun counter, then heaven cannot gain any stun counters until the end of the round. Yes, I think in, the, in that case, yes, he's a, he's a good hard counter to the, um, to the, 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 the full plate weakness. Yes, because in the end, as you say, the the, the video guard, if if he hands in the water, it's stuck with movement one, uh, because he's in the water, so he, he's reducing the movement by two, and he's stunned, so reducing the movement by one, and uh, with just movement one, you can go out of the water only if you are close uh, close to a river, or uh, yes, or you can if you don't have access to those uh, uh, spells. Another way to get the Avignon Guard out of the water is to grapple him with a friendly model. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Mm. <clears throat> that's good. That's good advice. Yes. Otherwise, yeah. yes, he's stuck with movement one. Yes, you have you have to to use spells or or yes, another model to grapple him out. Yeah. I would say a gateway too can be handy, but the problem with gateway is that uh, it's very short ranged. Uh, yeah. Its range is one, I think. If I recall correctly, so this means that your mage has to be at the same distance that the Union Guard can just climb out of the water. So it's a sort of a waste, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit the same with uh, mm. the flying spell. Yeah, that ones that give material flight and uh, all yeah. the, the nice stuff. Yeah, you could use it on him, but you know, it 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 still doesn't make him very fast. Mm. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I think the, the, a great way to play the Vinion Guard, as you say, is counting on the fact that it's very, is almost unkillable. In that case, you can just try to put this uh, this model, this character, in a place that just barely fits his base. So the the, the other the, the animal model, uh, sorry, the animal models must face it. That is quite suicidal, or just to try to avoid it. So you have to detour. And uh, force your opponent to do things that uh, probably he doesn't want to do. Mm, I see the opinion guard as a sort of roadblock. You should not pass. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and let's go rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's also good to put them on guard. Mm -hmm. I, I did notice that um, large base models, they, they get a bonus when they grapple themselves. Uh, when, they, when they perform a grapple. But but there's no penalty when you try to grapple them. No, no penalty. I yeah, mean, they, they do not they do not gain the additional dice if they are yeah. defending and against grapple. Yeah, I, I I I was missing that a bit when you would think like this guy's extra heavy, so it's more difficult. <laughs> it's not <laughs> difficult to grapple. No, no. Blade guard. It's it's just that he is better at grappling you. Yeah, probably yes. It's yeah. yes. I think that yes, the rules are written in that way. Yeah, right. so remember, big base grapple best better, but uh, there is no difference in grappling a bigger base. No, no. Uh, this is a tech five, but you know, mm. it still happens. Yeah, pro probably anything that can help the overcome the evasion problem can uh, boost the the Vignon guard output uh, damage output. I mean, if you can manage to stun your target uh, or just have access to some. Expert offense. I don't remember which leader gives expert offense. I don't. Inquisitor. Yeah, the Inquisitor. Inquisitor. Yeah. yeah. 
So if you if you can play the, the Vino Guard close to the Inquisitor, you're you're going to land some yeah. serious heat in here. Yeah. And the Inquisitor got Bloodlust too, so you can really yeah. jump on the, the, the Vino Guard to, <laughs> to amazing level of damage output. Yeah. Even on char- even even if charging, I think. Not in the ideal situation, but you can try to to overcome the, those kind of weakness. Yeah, I agree. What do you think? If if we say everything that we thought about the Vinyl Guard, the Scorpio Marksman is the last hero and yeah. one of your favorite, I think. Uh, yeah, he's uh, also pretty new. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like him. He's pretty extreme. <laughs> I guess that's why I like him. He's like. They brought the biggest crossbow that they could carry <laughs> to Venice. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's near the eighteen hundred. Nah, we're not gonna bring guns. We're just gonna bring this giant crossbow. Uh, but it works pretty well, actually. <laughs> it, it, it's me too. I actually I actually need to look up if those if they actually existed, but the Scorpios actually existed. Uh, but they weren't usually carried around <laughs> like that. What did they do? The, the ancient Roman ballistas? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They were huh. called Scorpius. Yeah. Oh. Like the Romans used them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they were usually uh, like stable on the ground. Yeah. 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 With, a, with a sort of, uh, of base. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. In this case, the base has been replaced by an older boy. Who's <laughs> also carrying the ammo, so was very handy. Yeah. So uh, that's quite innovative. Um, but yeah, I like him because um, the Vatican doesn't have a lot of shooting. So when they bring shooting, they go to the extreme. <laughs> like very unsubtle. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it it combines well with like like we said with bloodlust uh, and the other spells like uh, gateway trying to put him on a on a on a building so he's a nice overview of the battlefield. Uh, range eighteen is 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 good. It's not it's not amazing. But it's not the best, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it's solid. And of course, uh, two damage and penetration mine too. That's really nice. I think opinion, that the Jesus uh... Pies is oh my god. <laughs> I, I can give you my opinion as uh, the receiving end of the Scorpio Marksman uh, bolt. I usually end up in that way. And <laughs> you know, since I love to play guild and love to play rooftop game, having the Scorpio Marksman on the board is a sort of nightmare. Because the, yes, it's going to, to land some serious blow. The expert marksman two helps overcome the evasion plus one on the weapon, yeah. and uh, but the the true bane of my guild when uh, the scorpion marksman is on the board is the pinning ball rule, because uh, a smart Vatican player is going to try to put the scorpion marksman on a building, because yes, as you say, there's uh, got a better, probably a better uh, overview of the battlefield, but more important. Uh, he can shoot other people on the rooftops too. 
Yeah. And um, a friend of mine, uh, in uh, when uh, we played in Venice, told me a story of a Scorpio marksman uh, with all the buffs on, like uh, blah blah, uh, a couple of good points spent, shooting a poor bride of Dracula off a building of six inches, and she just got splat <laughs> because <laughs> with a pinning bolt threw her, out, of course, down down of the building, and uh, she fell off and she died. Yeah. In a single in a single shot, I mean that's yeah. that's insane. Mm, you can you can play the, the Scorpion Marksman on the ground level too. It's good. It's very good because anything that mess up with the positioning in Carnevale is amazing. We're talking about a game of positioning, a, a game where every inches can count. I think this guy that can move around your the opponent's models is. It's so frustrating, and uh, if he can just uh, make you fall off the buildings, it is even worse. And the, the yeah. worstest part of all, <laughs> pass me the term, that doesn't exist, <laughs> but I don't care, is this guy is really well protected. Protection 5, expert protection 2, and 13 life points. He is a brick. It's difficult yeah. to remove. It's really, really difficult to remove. I hate this card to marksman with all of myself. I think that the the best best way to counter it is just try to grapple into the water uh, because yeah. you will never get rid of him uh, with the, the usual ways. Uh, I mean, don't try to fight it because it's it's so annoying. Yeah. The problem that is that you have to to reach him because usually he's well behind lines uh, because range eighteen is good. And uh, then you have probably to face uh, some out-of-sequence action because uh, the Vatican player is going to protect the Scorpio Marksman. His value is, is amazing, is, is enormous. If I can give a little trick to the Scorpio Marksman user, user actually is if you want to, to make him climb, be prepared for some tough time because you've got Dexterity 3. But the worst part is the Movement 3. Movement 3 is bad. Even if you're using climbing tools and scoring a critical on that move action, it's probably not enough, and you have to yeah. make another climb, and it's bad with the 33. So, as Ren said, get away, get away all day long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even walking no... well, it's not enough. No, probably not, because you're stuck with movement three, don't yeah. you? It yeah. doesn't enhance your movement. It just yeah. gives you the possibility to, to move freely, but you're just uh, carrying around a bolt from, uh, from the ancient Roman Empire. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably newer, but... <laughs> mm, yeah. I, I, I don't know what to say about the Scorpio Marksman. He really is so straightforward and so effective that it's really hard to use him in a, in a wrong way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, no, avoid, avoid to, to be tossed into the water and that's it. Yeah, that's if you can really well. Yeah. If you can support him with, uh, as, I, as we said before, the bishop that can give him a, a fortune marksman to reload faster and uh, maybe uh, some couple of uh, command points to spare and give him another action. You can shoot, reload, shoot. It's really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. really annoying. Another counter might be like Dexterity 6 characters who can be a bit more solid. You might have yes. control that. Yes, but uh, there's a thing to say no, about yeah. those high Dexterity models. 
Scorpio usually as uh, with a pack four is going to let and to land at least one hit. And expert yeah. marksman helps overcome the, the problem with evasion. Since they got at least one hit landed, they are going to to give you at least three damage. With minus two penetration, usually people that have got dexterity six or higher, I'm talking about you, Arlecchino, uh, usually have really bad, bad, bad protection <laughs> values. And the Scorpio overcomes that, that bad protection with a penetration minus two. So you are going to draw, to, to, to fall off the building. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, my capodecina tasted the the, the, oh, the tasted it a couple of times. Attack by water. Yeah, attack from the water. Probably Rochard going to to eat this guy alive, but yeah. no, no. My guild ate Scorpio marksman. Mm. I can understand. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, fun fact about the Scorpio. Last last thing by uh, uh, on this character on this uh, character uh, by me. If, if you roll high enough uh, on your on your attack on your attack roll, and uh, the the model suffers so many life points life points loss, you could just uh, throw the the target model off the building, but not on the ground. You can just um, make him uh, go away in, onto the building behind. It's crazy, but sometimes it happens if the Scorpio <laughs> marksman hits harder enough. Hard yeah. enough. <laughs> it's crazy, but it's very, very funny. <laughs> we also had a fun discussion. What happens if you shoot somebody out of outside the board? <laughs> oh, what, 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 what does it happen? What, what, what happens in that in that case? Uh, uh, we just decided it was a hard. Uh... Wall, but I okay. know, it was a fun idea to shoot people into the void, <laughs> <laughs> like on tabletop simulator. Go off, yeah. you <laughs> falling forever. Yeah, yeah. The, the good part of it is that they are not, not taking falling damage since you are not landing anywhere, but no, you are going to fall forever. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's really fun. <laughs> yeah. And with this, we are closing this first part of the Vatican Full Faction Review. We analyzed the leaders and the heroes, and we had some really, really, really tasty news from our insider. Thank you, Rens. Well, then, in the next part, we are taking a look at the henchmen, and um, we'll make the usual list-building part with Rens pulling the trigger on some truly, truly nasty lists. Uh, since Vatican is his main faction, he's really competent in doing that. After that, uh, the news temple in uh, Monsters Behind the Mask, the Q&A section, and we'll try to give our best answer possible, of course, to all your questions, dear listeners, we are really, we really thank you for this kind of support. It's really in, uh, engaging for us, and uh, it's a little, a little bit of a challenge. We'll, we are really in love with this new Q and A section. Well then, what, did, what else can we say? Uh, thank you, thank you very much for staying with us. Uh, I'm uh, leaving in the description of the episode uh, some useful link, uh, of course, Venice by Rent Light, uh, Carnavale game, you already know that. And uh, the, the, the shop or the Instagram profile of Coral Miniatures, the guy that I'm working with to, to bring you some little add-ons for, for your uh, 
model 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 scenery or TD Combat uh, Venice, let's say so. So thank you for staying with us, and uh, hope we hope to catch up with you soon. And uh, arrivederci a Venezia. <laughs>